What's up, y'all? Welcome to Around Our Hype. I'm Ron. This is The Art of Creating Yourself, where artists and creators alike share their unique perspective on how they, you know, create themselves every day, right? We got Oza here for the people. Oza, how you feeling today? I'm good, man. How you doing? We good. We good over on this side, right? Um, we just back from Denver. How was that? Yeah, Denver was good. Um, it's different performing out there because it's the altitude. Mm -hmm. It's such a high altitude, so you run out of breath pretty fast. And so, like, I was like, I was like performing, like. Struggling, you know, I ain't gonna lie, but I use it to my advantage. I joke about it on stage every day. Yeah, I should learn to keep water next to me on stage, but I don't do that. Um, but I should probably do that for next time. Though. But then it was good, made a lot of connections. Uh, the, the fans were like really, really interactive. It was cool though. I, I would definitely go back, trust with it. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to Denver. Water is definitely man though. I seen it. It's a, it's a workout out there, it's a performance for surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely different. Water is mandatory. That's what that's what our Uber driver said. Like when we first got there, like she was like, "Look, the altitude is really different. You gotta stay hydrated." Like it was, she was not lying. Like niggas was tired. <laughs> was going through it, and we, we made it. Work. We made it out. We made it out. Yep. And we got a we got a photo from the city of you right here. Right? Yes, sir. You want to talk about that real quick? Shout out to Nate. Mm -hmm. First of all, five. He uh. We took that and like uh, we we took that photo near uh, we took it on top of a property uh, that he had access to. Uh, and this is idea for the shoot. He just tapped in with me and said, "Hey, like you want to do this?" Um, he said, "Just you know, just come dressed up." So I'm like, I got you. He sent me in the shit. The hat is uh -huh. actually hot in his hat. Uh, shout out to my brother Nat. You feel me? I uh, I took it from him for that day. That's weird. Um, but the hat was made by. Um, man, Avery, things I just like that. John Brazy shot him, you feel me? Um, but his hat's pretty well known in the city, though. Um, but um, as far as just like the picture goes, um, obviously San Francisco in the background. Um, but this is probably one of my favorite shoots just because like the the, the scenery around it, mm -hmm. just the whole setup is just dope. You know, it's a beautiful day too. Um, and I've noticed that I like getting dressed up for shoots and getting my grown man out. But yeah, man, shout out to Nate, man. Shoot. Nah, shout out. Shout out, bro. In the chair. Where's the chair come from? In the chair. <laughs> uh, it's more, it's more shoot, it's more shots. Like it's one okay. uh, I'm in a book. I mean, I'm not in a book. I'm in the chair reading a book. Oh, okay, okay. Um uh, but like he just wanted to use it as a prop. I'm glad we. I'm glad we did though. You feel me? But yeah, I, I love this photo a lot. He actually, um, it's either this one or another one. He's gonna get framed from me. Actually, mm. so um, I'm gonna hang it up. You know, but it's, it's a really beautiful photo. Though. One of my favorite. Yeah, I mean, judging through the photo, you can almost see like where you from the the point Bay View and his point. Why'd you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, man. So I'm from Bay View. Um, born and like born and raised there, worked there, everything. I used to work for uh, Third Street Youth Center, everything like that. Mm. I like Bancroft across from uh, MLK Park. I worked at the Opera House on Third Street. That shit was crazy. Um, <laughs> that was one of my first summer jobs. Used to go to Mighty down in Yosemite. Mm. Um, you know, trying to look for work and everything. You know, if you're from there, then you know about Kev. What's his name, Kevin? 
they didn't name was Kevin. I was like and tore down there that everybody knew. You feel me? Got you ready for vibes and shit. Um, but learned a lot living, you know, living in the point. Uh, I just learned to, to keep to myself, you feel me, in my own business. A lot of crazy shit that go on over there. You feel me? Definitely don't want to get a hold of it, you know, but um, it's, uh, it's definitely uh, a reason of why I am, why I am today. You feel me? So shout out, you know, uh, shout out to my, to my family. I, um, even though I'm from the point, um, I grew up, when I was uh, growing up, I was really all over there. A lot mm-hmm. of my friends, like in the mission area, I mission, no more, or whatnot. There was a point in my life where I was over like being sorry a lot with my dad's side of the family from over there. And so okay. I, I was with my cousins and everything. A lot. I used to, uh, the summer, I used to spend a lot of summer, like summer weekends over there being sorry. Had like the water guns and shit. Um, over in Sunnydale, and then just like go outside, play kill them there, shoot each other with the water guns. And then I was on the phone, it was a really good time. And my dad had a uh, he had a Nova, a mm. black Nova. And if you've been following me since I first started rapping, since you know, earlier times, I used to always mention Nova in my songs. And we had a it's black Nova, yeah. yeah, he had a black Nova, lost in black paint. Uh, with, with cream seats, he had uh, he had um, plastic on the seats, and you don't fuck it up. You know, <laughs> he, used to, he used to ride around. He used to ride around the city, take it to like the Metreon, and, uh, go to uh, go to McDonald's right there on, uh, on Geneva, and we get the hot cakes and sausage with the orange juice and add time. And then we used to go to the PlayStation store too, down there at the Metreon. That ah. very nice. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I grew up uh, where I was like the smallest of my cousins. So mm-hmm. I used to be like that a lot. And so it made me grow like tough skin. It's funny because I was talking to my cousin today, matter of fact. And he was like, he was talking about that. How like growing up, like we had to like fight each other. You feel me? Um, just to like, uh, you know, just to, just to, just to do it. Yeah, <laughs> to learn, you gotta fight somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta fight somebody, man. You gotta figure out how to protect yourself, you know? And it, I was the smallest, so like, I had a lot to prove. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm very grateful for that, for that experience. Yeah. So shout out to them. Love them to death. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I met you, what, 15 minutes ago, and you really owes her SF. Like, you talking about Visitation Valley, Sunnydale's from the point. Is over there yeah, in Fillmore, yeah. like you really got about it. Yeah, man. I hope I'm not with the politics. You feel me? I got I got folks that out there right now. I got folks from all over. You feel me? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm neutral. You feel me? Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. I get you. Yeah, no. Nah, high school, high school. That's when I was Fillmore. Like, I went to uh, I went to Wash. Mm. So Wash in uh, Avenue. It's yeah. a lot of my home. So I used to be over there a lot, like going high school and whatnot. You know, uh, used to have football practice. And we would go over, go over to my uh, to my partner Barry out shot the door, and just we stay here, and just play two K and Madden for sure all night. Go wake up, go to school, go to practice. So, yeah. Like, Personally, I think you got like a a cool and like confident, calm demeanor, right? Nah, not his love, but where do you think that comes from? Like, if you had to, like, think about it or if you know where it comes from, why don't you tell us? 
Um, on the calmness, uh, I think that's, I don't, I honestly don't know. I think now nah, I said her calmness probably comes from my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my mom and my dad, they're pretty like calm oh, folks until you like piss them off. You feel me? Like, they, they sort of get turned up on, and fight my mom or sort of my pop. Um, but, uh, like most people in my family just call them like cool, calm, and collective. You feel me? Like, you don't really try to do too much. You know, like, we real humble. You know, caring people and you like we can close up our back, you know, if we if we if we see you struggling and that's just like the type of family I come from. Um, as far as confidence though, I mean I uh it's crazy because I think uh I'm I consider myself like lightweight shy, a little bit entire mm-hmm. in certain situations. Um it's crazy it may seem. Um but uh I think over the years I've definitely become more confident. Just because of everything that I've accomplished, you feel me? Like, um, in terms of like music and just life in general, you feel me? Like, when you get so many accomplishments under your belt, you feel me? And, um, and you really start to see your worth, you feel me? You realize that there's not really much that can stop you, you feel me? If somebody don't fuck with you, then they're missing out on you. You're proud, you know? Um, but, you know, it's definitely still a place that I want to be more confident in, but. I'll say like I'm like 90% of the way here. Nah, that's that's because a lot of the times it's yeah. like you don't know what you can do until you do it. Right? Like ninety percent of the fear kinda like you was talking about is just doing it. Whether you succeed or fail, you just gotta do it. Because you don't know your own yeah, boundaries right. yet. Yeah, just do it. That's I was talking to my girl about that. She was like, I wanna like find out what I'm passionate about. I was telling her, like, don't overthink it, just do it. Like, you never know what what will come of it. You feel me? Um, I mean, shit. We, uh, me and my brother Cali, we did a show at Stanford, mm. uh, and it was Cali's show technically. Um, but he brought all his partners on. We did a show in front of like we opened up a little yachty, and it was a thousand plus people. Like it was a shit time. <laughs> And like we, and like all the performers prior to him didn't make the type of music we made. And, mm. uh, and like the the crowd, the crowd was just like, it was dancing, but it wasn't like, it wasn't really like, it wasn't like obvious, you feel me? Mm. Like on stage, like we just changed that, you feel me? And like when you just see a thousand people with their hands in the air, you feel me? Like you see my short ass is one, I got my shirt <laughs> off and running. You feel me alongside the barricade? I'm shaking people's hands and shit. And we like, bro, we did that. Like niggas came up to us after, like, bro, like y'all, y'all did that. You feel me? And after that, I'm like, bro, we could do anything. I mean, like, we could do that. We could do anything. There's no reason why we can't rock any stage. Not mm-hmm. that many people can pull it off. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was beautiful. Back to like confidence and everything, and mm-hmm. as you start building up those accomplishments and, and doing different things and trying different things, you realize that a lot of things are just really in your head. You know, you psych yourself out, like you're your own biggest, uh, your own worst enemy. Say that you're your own worst enemy, and it takes it takes time to realize that. Right? Yeah, fact. It, it, it really takes it takes time to realize that, and it takes time to to fail forward, almost like to try, like you said. At the things you might not know if you're good at yet, 
or might not know if you're bad at it, right? You got to try it. You got to yeah, fail. Right. You got to fail in some like progression. Like, yo, I got to try this just in case I'm good at it or I'm passionate about this. Let's see how, you know, I might work to being exactly. successful and good at it, you know? Exactly. You got to give it a shot. You know, try. Yeah. If you fail, I wouldn't quit up the first time. Try to learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, to try to keep learning from your losses. Try to progress. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit earlier for the interview how um, Julian on the radio mentioned that you've, you've been in this game for nearly a decade, right? Yeah. Man. Shout out to uh, shout out to BJ Mike Cool and Julian on the radio, 99.7. And shout out to my uh, my, my boy Bird, my booking agent. So he set up that playbook. Um, yeah, man. Um, been doing it for close to a decade. Well, I'm 27 now. I started. Started releasing music when I was like 18, 17, mm. or 18. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started like writing at like the age of six. Yeah. You know? um, but I, I couldn't actually formulate, I, I didn't know how to make like a real good song, you know, for probably until I was like 19 or something. Mm-hmm. And even then, they weren't anything like the songs I had back then. But it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a, a journey. Yeah, it's been almost a, a marathon, if you can call it, right? Yeah. Shout out to Nip. Shout yeah. out to Nip. Yeah. Nip Hustle. 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 Real purposeful out here. Why don't you, why don't you talk about um, how much of an inspiration and what you pull from Nipsey Hustle in his marathon mentality? Hey, a lot. Um, I discovered Nip off the Double XL freshman cover. Um, but I, uh, so I think I first heard him in a barbershop over on uh, San Bruno, I was getting my hair cut. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I was like, who is this? And he told me who it was. And I, I seen his name on the, on the freshman cover. I dove into his music deeper and deeper. And, mm-hmm. uh, I just, it was, it was dope. At that time, like, LA was just like killing it. You feel me? I think Kendrick just came out. Why'd you, um, him, I mean, a few other folks, you feel me? But, like, um, what caught my attention the most is just, like, his storytelling. You know? mm-hmm. And I think what resonates with me as an artist is, like, he's not the most lyrical, but he got his point across. You could feel it. He knew it was real. That's what that's what gravitated me towards towards his music. You feel me? Like, it was, it was authentic. It was, it was raw. You know, um, and at the time, I was trying to be, as a, when I was coming into to myself, I think I was trying to be hella lyrical because I thought that's what you what you had to be mm-hmm. successful as a musician, as a rap artist. And so seeing somebody like Nip, you know, come in and, and do, the, do the opposite and be successful with it, that like, really inspired me to, to, to really sort of change my style up and, and, and just tell my story. And if it, you know, if it becomes a bar, then perfect. You can just trying to, you know, just, just make sure you get your point across for the most part. You know, but um, um, Nip was also a businessman to me, like about his about his business. Um, and he inspired me to really start learning the music business. You know, because he was independent. He did the private pay campaign. From a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars, you know, um, and 
you get it, bro. I mean, like all by himself. And he learned the game. He learned about how it works. And he was patient. You know, he didn't sign a deal until until he got the right partnership with Atlanta. You know, mm-hmm. so um, just I mean, I, I still learn from, from listening to his music. I still watch it. Um, but definitely, I, I, I definitely learned a lot. But what I take away from listening to Nip is um, work ethic now we're into nip and honestly i feel like you've almost been on like your own marathon this year right you've been picking up some miles you know you guys chose it la and why portland like we said we just came back from denver like what does it feel like being able to see part of the world and you know more of the world for your art uh it feels good man um Obviously, we're not on big stages yet, you know, but uh, it feels good to be getting paid mm. to travel. You know, not everybody can say that. You know, it's still, uh, sometimes I got to humble myself because, you know, I'll be like, damn, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where this, you know, the next artist is. And I try not to compare myself. But then I also got to think about, like, it's other artists that wish to wear my shoes and that wish they're getting called to to do shows in other cities and other states. You know? um, so it, it feels good, you know. I'm not I'm not on Drake level yet, <laughs> but I'm getting there. You know? Okay. Um, but it, it feels good just to, to actually go somewhere and know that people, like people there that want to listen to me, that want to support you. Nah, that's real. I mean, you you gotta you gotta look at your growth, though, right? Like you said, you've been. Do trying to do this like been in the game since you were like yeah. 17, 18. So it's like you gotta yeah. you gotta focus on the growth. Yeah, man. I mean, I was uh my boy Bomb posted a video today hmm. of us performing in twenty seventeen at um at uh Hippie Hill. Okay. And it was us under the tent. I just get a microphone. If I remember correctly, the microphone was fucked up. Hmm. And like nobody knew our music but um, we go from that to, to where we are now. Um it's, it's beautiful. It's a blessing. We made a lot of progress. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way. Man. Yeah. I keep saying it's a marathon, not a, not a sprint. So you gotta take your time, enjoy the process, you know. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I feel like I keep hearing this story of like, oh, like I was um shout to La Russell, but I was a fan of La Russell back when he had like five thousand followers, and now he got you know two hundred and seventy five thousand followers. Y'all wasn't uh, here there. It's like when there were five people at the show, it's like everybody got like a five people at they show story, and they know yeah, every single one of the five people too. Everybody got that. Shout to La Russell. I should see him. As we talk throughout the Denver. Okay, yeah. Both, uh, we had a, it was a show at the California Ballroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just ate to like a real, like, authentic hug. I mean, I got number love for the rest of them because he, uh, he just showed me so much, so much love. For me, uh, uh, by putting me on his platform, that helped me a lot. You know? And so, like, I'm forever indebted to him. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about how we got, like, Connected mm. um, in a minute because we just wow, how do we do this? Wow, yeah. how do we work? 
Uh, neither, but I mean, yeah, everybody got that type of story, man. Like a lot of people that show up, like mm-hmm. it's, it's um, trying to think. I, what is it? shit. I mean, technically, I mean, even the the Denver show. I mean, it was a decent amount of people, but it wasn't a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was uh. It was just a couple. It was a couple of folks. Like people gradually started coming up front, you know. Um, but you know, even then, you feel me? It's like that was still humble. You feel me? Like you another territory. You feel me? This ain't your home turf. You don't know. It. You got to roll with it. So you got to roll with it. It's like you're making a first impression. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um. Yeah, man. Like those type of those type of situations, humble you. They 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 uh they add to your character. Hundred you know? mm-hmm. yeah. percent. Yeah, I mean, going back to kind of like the growth in the grand scheme of things, what would you tell like a 16, 17, 18 year old Ozer? You know, what type of advice you know would you give them? Uh, Knowing from what you know now, what you've experienced this last near decade, make the music you want to make. Don't don't trip up with nobody else. It's a lane for everybody. Like, yeah, don't don't focus on that. Uh, no learn to do. Um, and write consistently, write constantly. Mm. Um, it's like a, it's like a muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as you keep, you keep doing something. You know, yo, if this is like muscle memory, you feel me? You know, you uh, lift weights constantly from your know, muscle and that knowing what to, you know, from what to do, you know, how to get the weight off, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything with writing, writing music. And like, uh, I've been forcing myself to write like at least once a day just to just to write like a, like a song, a verse, whatever it may be. I really try to challenge myself and write constantly so that when you do go to the studio, you might be having a writer's block, still be productive, still, still job, you know, uh, record something, still get some off your chest. Yeah. You know, um, but you, like, you never know what inspiration may be. The first part you say, like, yeah. you said, make the music you want to make, right? Because everybody yeah. got their own lane. That's that's kind of interesting yeah. now, I feel like, because time kind of yeah. changes the art that you make, right? Yeah. The art that you wanted to make at 17 isn't the same type of art you make you want to make right now at 27. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, you, the way you want to express your art changes, like, you're part of the journey, your sound changes, you know, mm-hmm. like, we was just talking about, um, you know, a new EP you got coming out and how yeah. it's, like, based around this, like, paradise sound, mm-hmm. right? Like, talk about yeah. how kind of your sound evolves over time. Man, uh, yeah, it- as you, as you grow older, you get, uh, you get exposed to different types of music, you know. And obviously, as artists, the reason you start doing music is because you're inspired by nine times out of ten another musician. Mm-hmm. So as you grow and you know, as you evolve, you start to listen to new music. You start to add to your, you know, to your to your toolkit, to your uh, um, to your sound, you know. And so you start trying new things. And uh, like back in the day, I didn't listen to Little Dirt like that. Now I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Little Dirt fan. I love Little Dirt. You know, okay. I'm, I like it a lot. I listen to Young Thug. I listen to Future. You feel me? I listen to all these artists that are like 
Quill, a lot of Travis mm-hmm. Scott, Still, Cole, Kendrick, Nick, all that. But I've added to my library, right? And so, obviously, being inspired and listening to that music to be inspired, that's gonna have an effect on on mine, you know. And I think I think for me, as I start to see what music makes people dance as well, like still making sure like it's the music I want, but mm-hmm. and what makes people dance and and knowing what I want for people to feel at my shows, that's also um, influence how I, you know, how I approach music. You know, now I approach music in a way of like, all right, if I do this at a show, how's it gonna make people feel? Are they gonna dance? Are they gonna be able to chant this back music? You know, so as you start to learn all those things, you just start to, you just start to take in all the different knowledge and you mm-hmm. take in the and everything like that. You know, evolving is almost inevitable. You know, it's gonna happen. Yeah, as long as you're learning, like, from experiences, like you said, you made a thousand statues dance, opening it up yeah. for a little yachty, you know? It's like, you took that and you learned from it. Exactly. And you grew, exactly. and that's, that's evolution. Yeah. It also looks like you, you never alone. Like, every time I see you, like, outside on the gram or something, you with somebody, right? You collaborating on something, you doing somebody, something with somebody, like, why don't you mm-hmm. talk about, um, you know, FNG, Family Not a Group, and you know, collaborating in general. 18 motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, before you answer that, before you answer, I ain't never seen people pull up that deep as a collective. Everybody in the Bay got some sort of collective. Nobody pulls up that deep like y'all pull up. Like straight, like, yeah. oh, we pulling up. Like one of the DJs got us set. no, we pulling up. Oh, like two or three, no. We will be there 16, 17, 18 deep at nine o'clock when it opens. Bet. Yes. Turning the fuck up. That mm-hmm. that is crazy. That that type of energy is unparalleled, to say the least. It's uh it's beautiful how it came together. Um well to answer your question, I am I'm always with somebody, I think. That might it could be a bad thing too, because I, I already have like a whole time. Yeah. Home. Um but it's not you know on purpose, it's just how my life is like, you know, how it, Happen, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm FNG, like, so family, I group FNG, like, that's that is in my family. So, like, I'm 910, I'm with, I'm with some of them, you feel me? I'm not with them, I'm with some of my, some of my other folks I'm close to, you feel me? Um, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, uh, how FNG even came about, though, we, uh, we got a show in New York. In November of last year, mm. and uh, in that East Berlin, beautiful venue, small, mm. intimate, but beautiful nonetheless. And it was about it was about ten people in the lineup, ten, twelve people in the lineup, and we had never done anything like this before. Um, but it was different, you know. And mm. uh, it was like it was half of the artists were from the Bay, so it was you know it was us. The, the folks that would eventually become FNG, and then it was the people from, from the East Coast of New York. Mm-hmm. And when doors opened, we were like, all right, we're going to work. You know, we were scratching because the DJ's, uh, the DJ's uh, computer broke right before the show started. We had to go grab another computer. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, afterthought, you know, after, after yeah. but he was looking so scared. And um, 
the doors open and I ended up being packed out. And like, it was, it was just, it was crazy. Like you would think that being in New York, I think people got this perception or the misconception that New York likes like hella lyrical music, you feel me? Obviously that's changed because yeah. you, got, you got all types of shit coming out of NY now. Um, but like, it was really fucking with bass shit heavy, you know, and like it was, it was turned. And so the uh, engineer, I think it was the engineer, the manager, he was like, hey, like you guys really do a successful show. Not, I've seen a lot of people try to, to pull something like this off, but it's just, it, it, was, it wasn't possible. But like the energy just kept rising at each performer went on. It was beautiful. And, um, and then, you know, we got back to the city and we uh, like, just like formed some type of collective. And then we just we came up with family and had a group, you know, and then we're keeping the ball on ever since. So shout out. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, you, y'all were just at the same place in the universe at the same time. And we're just like, yo, like, we all, we all are aspiring for this, you know? Yeah. And we ain't even in the city that we from. We we halfway across the country. We a few thousand miles. <laughs> it's just because we we all of us did all of us all collaborated. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, we might as well do something. You know, like we all went together anyway. So why not? You know. And so we really try to run it like a real legit, uh, like legitimate business. You know, we had meetings and everything about shows and about what we could do better with the food on. Um, but I really take it seriously. Outside of, you know, FNG too, like collaboration in general, what does it really mean to you? Collaboration is important, man. And, uh, if you want to grow as an artist, collaboration is the key. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's um, first, like, if you're collaborating with, an artist that's it's a smart business move because that's that's free essentially that's mm-hmm. like that's, you know that's promotion you know it's cross marketing cross marketing yeah. you know they fans gonna get access to you my fans will get access access to the other artists you know so cross marketing and um and it also just keeps your artistry fresh you know you, you gather new ideas as you work with more and more artists you gather new ideas mm-hmm. you know and um I was uh, uh, I was working with with Bean, with Bean, and uh, I was in the studio, and um, like I was like stressing over like what to what to write. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Bro, just you know, freestyle." You feel me? Just like don't don't feel so much pressure to come to the studio with with lyrics prepared. You feel me? Like let the beat take you somewhere. You feel me? Just like mm-hmm. It was off their chest, and so that's an approach I started. That I started taking you feel me, to to keep it to keep studio sessions like fun and whatnot. If I you know if I can't write, you know, um, and I've definitely take I've definitely taken that idea and I you know, started running with it. You know, it's, it definitely helped a lot. Um, you know, but I love collaborating with artists. You know, it's just it's just fun. Sometimes you get tired of hearing yourself. You can't. <laughs> And I know you can't, I can't do anything. Then this home, like, let me, let me just get somebody else. You know, it's fun. I wouldn't shy away from it. Um, it's even, it's, it's a lot smarter nowadays, too, just in terms of business, because 
you know, you look at streams, you're getting paid every month. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So you know, artists that got a good amount of stream, that got a good amount of following, a good amount of streams on these platforms, you feel me? And they, you know, you get a hundred, two hundred thousand streams in a month. You know, that's a nice little check mm -hmm. at the end of the month. You feel me? Um, so it's just it's just smart all around for so many different reasons. You know, so I encourage anybody to collaborate. Yeah, yeah, and I've um I've heard some of like the not old heads but like older heads say, you know, like this new generation, you know, they they work together too much. You know, there's not enough like competition in the game, like. You hey know. man, it's look. First, the times have changed. Shout out to the OGs. Don't yeah, <laughs> but times have changed. You, feel mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not. We're not living in times where we can just have like bars and get on. It's not like that anymore. And, like you have to make it get easy to get on. You know, and I mean that's that's what it is now. You go, you get into the real music industry, like the music business. Mm -hmm. Different than just like doing music, everybody collaborate. Everybody, like every every artist you see, has somebody in there helping them write somehow, some way. Yeah, you know, list like, of collaborators too. List of collaborators. And like, look at I've um, I did a insecure writing session. Mm. I was talking to somebody in there, and they were just telling me like. You know about the process of like working with a big artist. I'm not going to say the name of the nah, artist, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, like they have like 20, 30 different people in there. Like, yeah, and that's like that's the name of the game. Now I would never have nobody write my verse. It's different, to me, but um, like I would, I would definitely get some help on like the hook or the bridge or something like actually formulating a song. You know the proper song structure. You know? mm -hmm. Um, why not? You know, why not? Um, it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with it. That's the real business. You know, I think that's where a lot of people fuck up at, you know, because they, they, they do music, they get into the business, they think it's the same thing, and they don't want any help. But you got to understand, like, to get to that next level, you're going to need help. You're going to absolutely need help. And so, like, I'm shy yeah, you can't let pride get in the way of making smart business moves. Even if it's something you don't want to do. Like, if you, you got this idea that, you know, everybody mm -hmm. writes every single, like, lyric they've ever made up or everybody is, you know, every idea that's ever come to them is brand new in the universe and they've not got inspired by anybody or seen it. Yeah, from anywhere. Like, <laughs> inspired, bro. Like, you know, it's, it's just how it works. You feel me? Like, I don't know, man. I like. I just. I think some people are too prideful. Mm. Really, again, it goes back to doing your own way. And like, it really holds you back. You know. I mean, you got some OGs out here trying to like get back in the. You know, family trying to get back in the game and work. <laughs> yeah, some work. OGs be hitting you up. Like, I need that Ozer feature. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get back in the game. Like, hey, bro, let me, let me, like, you know, so it's like, you know, like, come on, come on. Now, I'm sure if any of those OGs that said that, I'm pretty sure if if a Drake or a fucking Kanye went up to him, like, hey, bro, like, I could get you, a, I could make you a million dollars if we, if you, if you, if you, if you let me collaborate with you on this song, nigga, they doing it. Come on, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, they changed up their whole setup that day. Like, hey, you know, it's a bag. I'm for the day. I mean, there's there's no there's no reason to let it get in the way of like growing mm-hmm. your your craft, growing your fan base, growing your artistry. You know, like mm-hmm. it's the way. And even for like the fan side, even if you don't want to do it from an artist side, like fans love collaborations. Yeah, yeah. like like <laughs> you know what collaboration is actually dope. I, I did not expect it to be What's that right? hard on two shites. That should be black on black. That's the one. Mm. Actually good. It was actually good collaboration. Uh Earl Sweatshirt, G Herbo got something. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. I mean, it's just it's beautiful. Like you see these different styles. Like you would never think Earl Sweatshirt and G Herbo would go good together. They made a fire track. Now yeah. he's You feel me? Like it's, it's good. It keeps you, it keeps the fans entertained, it keeps them on the on the edge of their seat. Yeah, it's the it's like not like the saturation, but almost like the What's the word? Like I like to use the word juxtaposition, like of different styles, like two different styles coming together to yeah. kind of like play off each other's style. Like mm-hmm. if you have two people do what they good at, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But if you have two people come to a slightly different lane to make like a better song, like yeah. that's 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 something that spoils right. the fans and spoils the artists too. You know? Yeah, right, bro. Like you know, and then again, learn how to you know. Learn tips and tricks from being in the session with the other artists on what they did to, you know, to make themselves sound good or, you know, make a certain effect or make it um, a certain effect, whatever it may be. You just, you just take that and you know, you ask your own, your own book. Yep. That's collaboration for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's all the questions I got for you today, my guy. Um, I got one more overarching question for you if you don't answer it. I'm sad, when it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered by when you leave this earth? I want to be somebody that, I guess, inspired. I want to be remembered as an inspiration. I'm a go-getter. Also. I want to be somebody, remembered as somebody that you know gave their arts or something like that. I want to, to, um, to, to make sure that people have something to relate to. You know, that's why I make music. Um, uh, make it so people could listen to, you know, listen to it and have something sweet to relate to, so you don't play along or whatever the, whatever the case may be. I just want to do a to somebody that put his all into everything he, you know, into everything he does. You know, it's real. That's real. It's all said and it's all done. Um, I'd like to thank everybody. Thank you, first and foremost, for coming on, blessing the platform. Thank you, everybody, listening, watching, supporting. Um, we appreciate it. Um, I'm going to give you this moment of spotlight to tell the people what you got coming up for the rest of the year and beyond. Let them know. Let them know it's Plug Talk. <laughs> Man, Plug Talk. That's my podcast. <laughs> Um, so we, uh, we got Heartbreak in Paradise PP coming August 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do three tracks in there, a little nice three piece for you for the summer end. Uh, not too crucial, but you know, if you want to get something out, play with the new song a little bit. Uh, got another track drop with my brother Eastway. Mm-hmm. We got that on August 19th, you know, Heatway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, my goal is to drop an EP, if not every month, every other month. You know, so we just we just trying to, at least for the rest of the year. You know, we'll see. My point is that the EP 
if not every month, every other month for the rest of the year. Uh, maybe more like every other month. Okay, so you got at least two or three more EPs on the way then. For the yeah, before know. the year ends. I got a lot of it's a lot of music, a lot of music, a lot of dope collaborations. It's a, it's a big one. I'm excited to drop. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, we got we got a ton of videos that we got for you. Uh, we got a video for addiction like that. Mm. Um, what else? Real love. Mm. Oh, you say so I got I got a lot coming for for the year. Um, <laughs> he said we got content. We got, yeah. we got something for the people to dance to. The next year, you know, but I, I am working on the album. I got the concept for it and everything. So okay, I'm starting to work on that. And um, yeah, man, it's all good. So crazy with it. Yeah, crazy with it. Yeah. Okay, for ten more years, right? Next year. Listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make so many hits that in ten years I could just lay back and collect my tech, man. Mm-hmm. Damn near like a pension. Yeah. Is month to month to month to month? <laughs> oh, <he's a> boy. <laughs> that's Larry. That's where. But uh, so I think everybody else one more time. Um, word to nip. Word to Ozer. Be patient. Go hustle. Word the nip about your purpose and you wasting near. Like the game on feather, they're gonna fear. You get a shot at the mist ball over your peer. Self alone to see this you on here, man. Go. Hard for the nip. Hard for the nip. It's all said, it's all done. You just got a free four bar performance from Ozer, yours truly. It's peace and love, y'all. <laughs> I'll catch y'all next time.